Utah men's basketball is back. A program that has been struggling to say the least over the last handful of seasons is back in action. The running Utes are looking good. They're making plays, putting up big points and winning big games. What's been going on lately? Why are we doing so well? What's so exciting about this program? And why am I talking about this program with y'all here today? All great questions, all exciting things to say the least. Coming at you right after that uh, really exciting home victory over the Oregon Ducks, who of course are the second place team in the Pac-12. Really great win at home. We continue our home win streak at 11-0. So that's really positive. That's really great to see those guys uh, playing well on their home court. That's something that we've always done pretty well with, win, you know, winning at home. But uh, that win was the first time beating the Oregon Ducks since December of 2017. First win over the Ducks in 11 matchups. So definitely overdue. Really great to see the guys come together as a team, put up tons of points, make big plays, and find a way to get the job done late in the game. I mean, that's one of the things that this team has struggled with in seasons past is they've been able to put up a really good first half and first half of the second half in these big games, but just seem to always fall short a little bit in the final minutes and when it really counts. And, uh, you know, with a, with a little bit of back and forth action in the end of the second half against the Ducks, the Utes were able to come out on top and really thanks to the efforts of guys like Ben Carlson pulling up from three and getting a really hot hand going. Same with Davon Smith, and I'll touch more on him in just a little bit because that guy is really, really exciting to watch and a really, really big contributor to this team and, and not many games played, right? So, uh, you know, those two getting their hot hands going, Cole Bajima knocking down some late free throws. We've seen some, that's probably one of the biggest red flags that we've seen this season with this running Utes team is the lack of ability to shoot free throws, but that was not the case there late in the game. We got those big ones knocked down and uh, ultimately came out on top. Really great stuff to see. Really fun environment to be at at that home game. The fans are starting to catch word that, hey, this team's pretty good. We're winning some games. It might be time to go get out to the Huntsman Center and, and uh, cheer loud and get excited for these guys. And they can feel it. You know, you can tell that now that we're having more fans pulling up to these games and supporting, these guys are feeling the love and they're playing with a bigger chemistry and spark than we've seen in quite some time. Now, when I say this team is playing very well, Stats are showing that we've got almost six guys averaging double digit points in their games played, right? Brandon Carlson, of course, averaging 16.9 points and he started every single game this season. Averaging 17 points is awesome for a center. Obviously, he's pulling up deep from three and hitting them. So, you know, he has that shooting ability, which is great for such a tall center. Gabe Madsen is averaging 13 points. Uh, I think his his three point percentage is right around 45%. So really effective beyond the arc, knocking down big time shots, just playing with, you know, we saw Gabe Madsen's potential over the last couple of years. And uh, I think he's really stepping into those shoes that we thought he could step into this season. We, we saw Gabe Madsen have little glimpses of being really good. And this season he looks really good. He's playing loose. He's making acrobatic shots, right? Those kind of circus threes, he's knocking them down. So Gabe Madsen playing really well. And then again, that guy I mentioned earlier, Davon Smith, is playing unbelievable basketball at this moment. Davon has only played in 10 games this season, which is, you know, about seven to eight short of all the other starters on the team have played. And he's averaging 10.6 points. 
Um, and, you know, of course, those first few games that he played, uh, he wasn't a starter. He came in for just a few minutes off the bench. And then once Raleigh Wooster came down with an injury, Davon really stepped into that starting role and uh, hasn't missed a beat. 10.6 doesn't really sound like an accurate average, right? That doesn't seem like an accurate representation of the effect he's having on the court. Uh, really great chemistry with all of his teammates. He's dishing the ball un- extremely well. He's finding guys open. He's hitting them quick. No look passes. Very quick. You know, finds guys in backdoor cuts. Five, finds guys driving down the lane. And uh, just gets the ball there so effortlessly, it seems. So, really, like I said, really good chemistry with his teammates. Um, and, and just that spark player that I feel like the Utah men's basketball program has kind of been lacking for the last handful of seasons. Um, he's one of those guys that's really just so exciting to watch because you never know what you're going to get. He's six foot tall. Um, so not the biggest guy, but he pulls up and, and, and gets dunks. Like he's six foot seven or something like that. You know, he's getting poster dunks. He's driving, uh, driving to the baseline and just putting them up. Like, you know, like he's just in practice or something. So again, he's, his style of play just looks very effortless, but you know, he's putting in a great deal of effort. I mean, he's the fastest guy on the court amongst any team really, you know, he's the fastest guy on the Utah team and he's the fastest amongst the opponent teams as well. So when you have a guy who can really run around the court, get the ball to whoever's open and pull up from three and dunk, drive the lane, you know, run the offense really well from the point position, that's recipe for a very well-oiled machine of a team in a program. And uh, I think I think Davon entering into this season, you know, 10 games ago and, and stepping up has allowed the rest of the team to feel an extra sense of confidence and ability because he has that playmaking ability. You know, it's just like in the NBA, you know, you have a Russell Westbrook who's passing you the ball. You have a higher chance of hitting that shot because of who's passing it to you. And you feel more confident that he's, you know, he's trusting you to take that shot or he's finding you open and stuff like that. So Davon Smith's importance to this team and his, uh, just sort of his ability to come in and help this program maintain the path to victory and to a great season has been Really fun to watch. Kaba Keda also averaging 10 points uh, since Lawson Lovering got injured. Kaba Keda stepped in as that starting uh, power forward position. You know, him and Brandon Carlson, both really big athletic kids down there in the paint. Um, and averaging 10 points. I mean, Kaba Keda has looked awesome. We saw him play really well against Oregon State in that 27-point victory, I believe. 15 rebounds, 18 points, three monster blocks just an athletic freak down there in the, in the paint. Um, Kaba Keda has really, really stepped up his level of play since last season and shown this team and this fan base that, Hey, I ain't here to mess around. I'm here to be a starter and I'm here to make a big impact. Um, man, I mean, I just, I have so many good things to say about this roster and this lineup. Kaba Keda has also just been a very, very large difference maker, right? Similar to Davon Smith in the way where we've just, we haven't had a lot of guys who can really make a difference and have their presence felt on the court in each game. We haven't had those a lot in the last few seasons, but with Davon Smith being so flashy, so consistent uh, and just and making really good plays, but then to also have a guy like Kaba Keda who can hold it down when Brandon Carlson might be playing on the beyond the arc and Kaba's down there in the paint guarding the biggest guys and getting nasty blocks, I mean, putting up big dunks, and pulling up and hitting some mid-range shots. 
that's what you look for in a power forward slash center position. And he's playing that very, very well. Raleigh Wooster's absence hasn't been the greatest thing. Uh, you know, it sucks to see him injured and not being able to play because Raleigh is such a great, just a court general, right? He he can run the ball down the court and, and run the offense almost just as well as Davon Smith, I would say. I would say those two are are very equal in their ability to run the offense and get the ball to the guys who need the ball in their hands. Um, Davon might be a little flashier, but Raleigh just a very technical player. So definitely hurts to not have the depth in Raleigh Wooster on the court or, or healthy to play, but um, he still has, you know, he's still averaging 9.9. So that's when I said, we almost have six players in double digits. He's that sort of five out of the six. He's averaging 9.9 points per game. So again, really good at running the ball at the point position not the biggest scorer, but still almost averaging double-digit points. That's really impactful. Hope to get him back soon so we can close out the Pac-12 season with two healthy point guards. And finally, Cole Badgema. Um, a shooting guard, you know, is something that the Utes haven't really had either. We haven't had a guy who can just pull up, spot up, take those big threes, knock them down. Uh, besides Gabe Madsen, Gabe was really the first guy we'd had in a while who, who could pull up from three, and you were pretty confident that it was going to fall. But it's nice to have Cole Badgema on the court as well. You know, similar similar play style to Gabe where he can pull up from three, hit him, drive to the baseline, put up layups, put up some dunks, um, and pass the ball really well. So Cole Badgema averaging 9.5 points per game. So, you know, with those six guys all scoring big points, it's, again, it's recipe for success. And I think this Utah men's basketball team looks very good right now. We're fourth in the Pac-12, but... My predictions that that I'll be uh, listing off later, I think, are going to be pretty ambitious, and uh, you'll see where I think we're going to end up in the Pac-12 come March and uh, heading into that tournament in Vegas. But I think one of the biggest telltale signs of a team that's hungry to win and a team that really is firing on all cylinders and doing everything correctly is something that Craig Smith said after this Oregon victory, and that was that Every one of the players on the team was down, you know, at 9 a.m. or whenever that team meal was early in the morning at the hotel, and they were ready to go. There wasn't a single guy wiping sleep off their face, as Craig Smith said. Everybody was ready to go, locked in mentally and physically. They were there. They were ready at the hotel in the morning, and um, that sounds so simple, but really in college athletics, that really is such a such a important factor. You know, you don't want guys who are going to be staying up later than they're supposed to showing up late in the morning to breakfast or showing up really sleepy because that's just not going to translate to good gameplay, right? The Utes looked ready to go from the very start of the Oregon game. And uh, it seems like they were ready to go since the moment they woke up. So what that tells me about this team is that this team really does believe they're bought in and they are ready to close out the pack, the second half of the pack 12 play in a, in a, very powerful way, big fashion. Um, we're not even through the first half of Pac-12 play yet, so I shouldn't get I shouldn't get ahead of myself. But I do think that with the way this team is operating, functioning, and believing in themselves and each other, I think that we are going to see a very, very successful successful outcome of of conference play and a very good run in in, uh, in the tournament. Adding to that sort of you know, that feeling that everybody is bought in and that feeling that everyone is believing in the system and, and, and the process, trusting the process, trusting each other and having faith in winning these big games. Uh, Davon Smith, I, I want to go back to Davon just because I feel like at this point, 
He is so exciting, and he's the guy everyone's got to be talking about. So let's talk about him some more. But he said, uh, he said he really does feel like he's at home now. You know, he said he can feel it in the fans. He he felt it before he had ever even stepped on the court at the Huntsman Center. Before he got into his first game, he just said he feels the love from the fans, from his teammates, from the coaching staff, from everybody in the Utah community. And I, you know, when you have a guy who's who feels like they're finally at home at their third university. Um, that just shows, man, this team, they really do believe And Davon, uh, if Davon would have had two more assists against Oregon, that would have been his second triple double in three games, right? Against Stanford, that game was, uh, exciting, came down to the final minutes, didn't go the way we would hope. Um, we ended up falling a little bit short, but nevertheless, we, that's when we really started to say, Hey, take a look at this Davon guy. I mean, he's playing crazy, right? Had the triple-double then, the 27-point victory over Oregon State. He had 14 points, 8 assists, and I want to say 5 rebounds or so. Um, so still very, very efficient stats and still was playing very well. And then against Oregon, um, 24 points, 8 assists, and 11 rebounds. Two assists away from, a, from his second triple-double in three games. I mean, the Utah men's basketball program has only had five recorded triple-doubles in program history and he's almost had two in the last three games so when i say he's playing out of his mind i'm not exaggerating this dude's playing very well very very big impact on the court and uh and off the court i mean he's got a big brand on social media a big following and and to sort of take some of his following and direct their attention to what's going on with this utah basketball program that's gonna uh you know there's there's never any harm in, in that so Again, Davon Smith playing very well, and the whole team just really running like a well-oiled machine. You can tell these guys have chemistry, and you can tell a lot of these older guys on the team are really ready to make an, make a statement and say, hey, we've been messing around for too long. This is our year. We're going to make some stuff happen. So predictions from here on out for the rest of Pac-12 play. Realistically, where are the running youths going to end up come March before the Pac-12 tournament and before March Madness? I really do think that we will make March Madness this year. Now, that's, of course, going to take some magic, but we've already been seeing some magic with this team, so I wouldn't doubt it, and I wouldn't put it past them. I think we will be in the NCAA tournament. But before we get there, I'm going to go over what I think is going to happen in the rest of these Pac-12 conference games to close out the final season of Pac-12 play. So as it stands, we're 5-3 and three in the Pac-12 conference, fourth place in the Pac-12 my prediction is that we do end up 14 and six in Pac-12 play. And I think we finish second in the regular season in the Pac-12. So you might be saying, wow, that's ambitious. But let me walk you through why I think that's how this season's going to turn out. What game do we have up next? We have Washington State. I think we get that job done. I think that's a win. I think we continue to show our dominance over Washington State. And then we've got Washington at Washington. I have this game written down as a loss. Beat Washington by five at home. Close game. I think that we go on the road to Washington and with their home crowd. And and uh, I, I just I have that written down as a loss, right? So then we're at six and four. Then we've got Colorado at home. I've got that as a win. I think we're going to continue our home win streak, make it 12 wins in a row at home. Then Arizona at home. Now, this is bold, but I think we get the job done. We saw UCLA, who's been really, really struggling as a program this year, almost get that win over Arizona when they played them at home. So I think the Utes 
beat Arizona and the Wildcats at home. Then we've got ASU at home. I got that down as a dub as well. So 14-game win streak in a row at home is what I have down at that point in the season. Then we've got USC at USC. I think we get that win. UCLA at UCLA, I think we get that win. Then we play at Colorado. This one's interesting. I'm not really too sure how to feel. Utah and Colorado with similar records, uh, similar caliber teams. I think we I think we take a loss on the road to Colorado. But then we bounce back at Stanford at home the following week. We get that job done. We get that win. Then Cal at home, we got that win. So I know it sounds crazy to win 16 games at home, but hey, if the fans continue to show up, cheer loud, and root these guys on, there's no reason, no doubt in my mind, that we shouldn't be able to win those 16 games at home. We've already gotten 11 down. Five more wins at home, very doable. Then to close out Pac-12 play, we've got Oregon State at Oregon State. I've got that down as a win. And then we play at Oregon. Um, hopefully because my predictions have been win, 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 win up until that point, we can get the job done on the road at Oregon, but thinking a little bit realistically, I think we do take a loss at the Nat arena at Oregon, um, to close the season out 14 and six in PAC 12 play. And again, second in the PAC 12, I think that would, uh, be a very good recipe for success in the PAC 12 tournament. I think we, that's another prediction I have. I think we go to the finals, the championship game of the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. I plan on going to the tournament in Vegas. I hope to see a lot of other Utah fans there because this is the final Pac-12 championship in Las Vegas. And it's the best chance it seems that we've had in a long time to uh, potentially leave there with a ring. So bold predictions, I know. But with the way this team is firing on all cylinders right now, no doubt in my mind that we can get that done and uh, get Craig Smith into the into March Madness for the first time in a while and uh, and get some of these older guys out of here with, with some big wins and some really exciting stuff. So I'm believing in these guys. These guys are believing in themselves, and I sure as heck hope that you were believing in them because, again, that's the name of the game around here. We got to believe in Utes, got to believe in the running Utes, and... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of hop on here and, and talk a little bit of basketball because there's some really exciting stuff going down. And uh, and I know I'm, I'm pretty bad. I should be mentioning more about women's basketball. Been busy, haven't even had as much time as I'd wished to uh, watch the men's basketball team in every game. But our women's basketball did just get a big upset. They're ranked number 20 against number six USC. Pulled that victory off. So shout out to the lady Utes as well for getting some big wins and being a, being a top 25 team. That's, that's really fun stuff to watch over there as well. But again, just wanted to talk some basketball and uh, keep an eye out. Let's, let's keep rooting these guys on show up to the home games, show up to away games. If you can, if you're in other States and whatnot. And uh, as always, thank you very much for listening to believe in Utes. Go Utes, keep rooting these guys on and let's get the job done this year with basketball. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.